Welcome to the freaking fantastic fantasy football podcast. We break down the ins and outs of each matchup to determine who will be a champion and a loser. Here are your hosts, Josh and Justin. Joshua, my brother from another mother, how's it going? What's going on, Justin? How are you doing this week? I'm doing good. Welcome back, everyone, to the freaking fantastic fantasy football podcast. I, of course, am Justin Minyard, and I'm hosted with my good buddy right here, who is... Josh Carlson. Thanks for joining us this week, just like every week, here on the 4Fs pod. But it's even better, because now we're on episode three. We just finished week two, and man, was it a doozy. Yeah, it was crazy this week, man. There was lots of, you know, some close games, some blowouts. We just got a little bit of everything this week. It's, it's quite, the, quite the ride we're on. You got it, man. Let's jump right in today. So we're actually going to start off with a trade alert. Is that crazy? <laughs> it's only week two. We're already getting a trade going down. It's crazy. crazy. Uh, so there is one trade already accepted. Uh, it's between my team, Let's Ride, and Prestige Worldwide, which, of course, is Eric. I am uh, trading C.D. Lamb and Damian Pierce for Chris Godwin and Brian Robinson II. Now... Honestly, I didn't think this trade was going to through. I was just kind of put on a whim. I actually hate my bench, and so I needed some kind of change. And so I know that Eric needed some help. So I figured, eh, let's try to do a two for two. He couldn't use Chris Godwin because he's been injured. And, of course, Brian Robson the uh, running back for Washington who got shot in preseason. So he's definitely been on the non-reserve list. And so I gave him two quality guys for guys who haven't been playing much and so that I can hopefully use later on. And which I think is a pretty fair deal. Like overall, helps everyone. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think it's great because he had that. You know, Eric, Eric's bench is full of players. He was stashing for later, but he needed people to start now, and his team um, definitely needs some help. I mean, he scored a league low fifty-seven points this last week. So uh, I think it's a trade that works well on both sides, and hopefully, nobody in the league vetoes it. Because if you veto it, then you're just being mean. <laughs> No, no, we are a democracy, so if people have legit reasons, please veto it. But like I said, I don't want to be the person that's, like, trading, you know, Saquon Barkley for a kicker, you know, just for the heck of it. But, you know, if there's warranted or the field is warranted, let's, you know, we could discuss it. But I figured um, both sides get equal value out of it. Yeah, I mean, there's potential on both sides. He needed somebody who can start right now with C.D. Lamb, and you wanted somebody like Chris Godwin you can, you can stash for a few weeks and wait till, until he comes back fully healthy. Because, so. man, did my team get hit, like, hard. I got, I lost Trey Lance for the season. I lost Eli Mitchell week one. So I was just, like, scrounging at the bits. Yeah, no, I, I think it works well both sides. So good trade What's for you. Good trade for, for Eric. I think everybody's going to be happy with that one. We'll just see at the end season how good of it was, you know? Yeah, exactly. Maybe we can go back and at the end and look back at all the trades that occurred and see who came out on top. Let's go right into your commissioner's corner. Commissioner's corner. Let's do it. So, speaking of trades, anybody in need of a QB? I got one for you. He is the quarterback for the Denver Broncos. He is uh, hot, ready, and very awkward. But he's ready to ready to ride. And, is, he, um, is, he, is he cooking right now? I'm not. I think he's sizzling, but not cooking. Nah, he he might be cooking more with uh, some Cheerios than um, with uh, on the grill. But 
he's uh he needs to get his uh, stuff together. So I was saying like throw me a throw me a uh, throw me an offer for for Russell Wilson and uh, you know everything will be um, everything will be uh, accepted or reviewed not accepted but reviewed. So you can take but, uh, anything into consideration. Yes, everything will be taken under consideration. Correct. All right. Also, speaking of trades, or moving on to another trade, uh, Alex uh, Bird has also thrown out there that he's looking for upgrade a running back. So anybody who needs, who has excess running backs, which feels like um, is very hard to come by in this this league this year. There's not very many great running backs out there. There's there's a top tier, and then there's everybody else. But if you're uh, wanting to upgrade your receiver position and you think you're set at running back, throw Alex a, a trade. Um, Alex says he's not married to anybody on his team. So for the right price, you'll be happy. He'll be willing to trade anybody. So yeah, after uh, Sunday, I feel like I could use a upgrade running back on Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I know the Jags shut him down, which is always good to see. <laughs> All right, let's go right to the recap. Uh, who we got first, Josh? All right, so we're gonna recap my game first. I was playing uh, Mac Tech versus Super Saiyans versus Zach Tanner. Uh, I came out on top, one twenty-three to one fourteen. Uh, I uh, I think I got lucky. Jaden Jalen Wowdle scored me forty points. Uh, my defense got me fifteen. Samuel came in with fourteen, and DJ Moore actually showed up this week and got me thirteen points. So I feel like my team finally uh, finally stepped up and played better this week. But I know it's not. If I played um, a lot of the other winners in this league, I would have won. But you know what? You're playing against the team you're playing against. You're not playing against the entire league. So. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much how it went. All right, so it's a solid game by you, man. I'm going to talk about game number two. We have Eric, which is prestige worldwide, versus Matthew, which, of course, is Matthew's okay team. And uh, Matthew's still undefeated. I would not have known that going after the draft, but there he is, 2-0. and um, As we said earlier, Eric had probably one of the worst weeks of the season, if not definitely this week. Uh. Biggest thing I think would be the difference, it's honestly probably one Matt the game alone would be Stefan Diggs. The dude had three reception touchdowns. I mean, that's yeah. going to get you somewhere, anywhere. Uh, yeah, overall, yeah, surprisingly, you got 16 points from Damian Harris, which is real nice. Uh, Zach Ertz did some pretty good stuff. Overall, uh, Tom, featuring, uh, it'd be funny that Tom Brady had probably the worst game, and yet Matt still wins by 50 points. That's crazy. Yeah, um, no, that that Bucks Saints game was very low scoring for both sides. Like nobody for fantasy wise, except for the defense. Yeah, Eric had only two players that scored above ten points, uh, which is of course Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. And then everyone else was under ten, including a Phillips guy from the Titans who actually got a negative one points. <laughs> so everything did not go well. Yeah, Even if he put, played Josh Johnson on his bench, he still would have been outscored, but. Hey, it's only one week, so gotta get get up a new one. Yeah, and this was the biggest blowout of the week. So, congrats, Matthew, beating your opponent by sixty-five points is not a small feat. You actually beat him by more points than he scored. So, yeah, let's not rub that any longer. Yeah, sorry. All right, moving on. We won't talk about that. That's over. Game three. Game three. Caleb versus Alex. This was a big. Um... A big game. Caleb, Caleb actually scored the highest uh, points of the week. 
and with 164. Alex team score 141. So if he played anybody else, the worst he would have done if if he played Bradford would have been Ty. So Alex has a great week. He his opponent has a even greater week. Man, Caleb's team's rocking still with Josh Allen getting 37 points. The Bucks defense coming strong with 26 points. You probably cannot rely on that every week, but I mean, anytime your defense scores 26 points, then you're uh, rocking. Uh, Mike Williams got him 25. Duvernay got him 17. Alex's team putting up a big fight with Tariq Hill, giving them 42 points. Stafford putting up 26. Michael Thomas getting them 18. And his tight end, Logan Thomas, jumping them at 12. So his his team actually, um, you know, definitely was uh, rocking and rolling. And, but uh, Caleb, you know, Caleb just had that monster week, and it just sucks that Alex is in the way of that uh, that monster week. So keep playing, keep fighting. Um I mean, it's not like Alex had a bad week. He just didn't have the best week of the week. And it's so funny if he started Christian Kirk over Je- Justin Jefferson, which is hard to say you ever do that. Um, and he started Tony Pollard. And for Michael Carter, he may have had a shot. But um, but could you have honestly gone to Alex before the week to, hey, if you started Christian Kirk over Justin Jefferson, like he yeah. would have told you were crazy. Yeah, or hey, go start your back, a backup running back for your starting running back in New York. New York, and uh, yeah, no, it, it it's crazy, right? So, yeah, it's a, that's one of the wild ones we had this week. So, good this job. Is, this Cam. is only week. This is only week two. It's not like we're talking like week eleven and half the first rounds are injured. Like, I know, it's crazy. I, if Josh Allen puts up an average of thirty more or more points this entire season, Caleb is going to be a hard, tough team to win or to beat a uh, play against because uh, if your quarterback scoring more than 30 points every week, you're, you're in a good shape. So for sure, man. All right. Well, let's move on to the next one. Game four was a doozy. That's uh, my game versus Justin Ray. So battle of the Justins, as you so deep put it in our notes, uh, it was actually a very close game. Came down to the one night game of the Eagles and the Vikings. Is that what they played? I forget. Oh, gosh. Let me look at my notes. Yeah, the Eagles played the Vikings. Yep. Yep. So, of course, uh, Justin Ray had A.J. Brown, who I think at the time I was only down like 15 or so. So, I knew it was a great shot for uh, Ray to get climb up there. Um, I was done by the Monday night game. So, I was very kind of concerning. And I knew A.J. Brown had like six points by the middle of the second quarter. I was like, oh, well, there he is. He's, half, he's just almost halfway there, and it's barely halfway through the game. So I knew I was probably going to lose by a couple. And sure enough, uh, Alex, or I'm sorry, A.J. Bird gets – A.J. Bird. Wow. Let's try using the right name, Justin. A.J. Brown gets only 11 points, and so it gets me to be all, win by one point. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a squeaker for sure, squeaker of the week. With my – mind you, my Trey Lance, who got injured – is the first half broke his ankle and he only got two points. Yeah. The only thing that really saved me was, uh, of course, Mark Andrews had a Mark Andrews day, and Amon St. Brown had 38 points. Amon, uh, the sun god, he did uh, pretty awesome for you. I'm going to be praying to the sun god every week now. <laughs> Just don't stare at the sun, you go blind. Of course. Well, so now we got our next game. All right, so next game was Chris versus 
Bradford. This is another close game of the week. Um, you know, Bradford comes out on top 141 to 138. And uh, to quote Chris Whelan, freaking Lamar Jackson. Um, we were hanging out that- on – we were hanging out on Sunday, and Chris, we were, and Chris would go freaking Lamar Jackson when he saw that uh, saw that uh, he scored fifty two points for for Bradford, and Chris happened to be playing him. But Chris has still got a solid team. I mean, Herbert scored thirty. The Buffalo defense did great with twenty. T. Higgins, Andre Swift, like um, his team did all right. But I mean, freaking Lamar Jackson and Aaron Jones just pulled the pulled the. Uh, Brad, uh, team Bradford's uh, team across that finish line. So I feel like and, uh, Lamar Jackson does great on Monday night because I remember last year I had Lamar Jackson and I was down probably 30 points and Lamar Jackson literally carried my team over to the victory sign. Yeah. Well, I mean, when his when Bradford's team has a, his wide, one of his number two wide receivers score one point, and his tight end scored one point. That's hard usually to overcome that. But, you know, Jerry Judy only got Chris two points because he got hurt early in the game. And, uh, yeah, there's, you know, if he Chris started any of his other receivers from his bench, he probably would have won. So. That's how it goes sometimes. Yeah, it is. Um, but, yeah, you win some, you lose some, and you, you move on to the next week. So, Chris, you still have a good team. You know, it is what it is. All right, All moving right. on to the next one. Now we got uh, another battle, which, of course, is Battle of the Snavely Brothers. We got John, who is Miami Sharks, versus Joe, who is running up that hill. Hold on, um, did you say Miami Sharks? Sharks. Oh, Sharks, okay. I mean, Miami Sharks may have described his team last week, but this week he was full-on fart. So. He, he, he sharted on Joe, I'll tell you that. Yeah, he did. Because uh, Joe, or sorry, John almost like doubled the score. Pretty well. uh, of course, Jalen Hurts put on quite of a show for Monday night game. Luckily, they throw everything to AJ Brown, so that helped me out too. So thanks for that, Jalen Hurts. Uh, Cooper Cup, of course, is a monster. Two games of the season. Uh, Coop, Mark Cooper actually showed up for tonight. Running back didn't do much, and but he got help from the tight end of the flex uh, to definitely close out the victory. Of course, for Joe. Not a whole lot to be said. I mean, David Carr was not peppering Devontae Adams. Uh, Terry McLaren did a little bit, but not quite as much as we thought he would. And Derek Henry has yet to score 10 points in a game. So that's it's kind of rough. Yeah, it's hard. But those uh, recap, uh, any other notes for that one? Kind of pretty cut and dry, right? Yeah, no. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely a crazy week, and we had some good finishes, and I'm happy I finally got my first win. So, congrats on that, man. Yeah. Uh, so let's go into our next segment, which is called Fab Grab, which I think you're particularly excited about right now. Oh, I'm very excited about Fab Grab. Fab Grab. Um, this week, actually, both of them are on me because I got the two players I wanted. So, uh, Tua, boom, baby, got him by beating Chris, beating Chris South by six bucks. I bid twenty bucks. I was like, all right. How much am I willing to spend on Tua? And I was like, I'll throw 20 on him, see if I get him. And well, sure enough, it was good. Beat Chris by uh, six bucks and, he, you know, over his 40. So that's uh, um, awesome. And then 
and then uh, we got um, man, we got uh, Garrett Wilson, who was the other big wide receiver, had another big week, and seems to be like the uh, hot stuff up there in in New York. So got him uh, by beating John by a dollar. That's what I like to see. So I bit threw a tenner on him, and John only put nine. So Garrett Wilson's mine. <laughs> Yeah, man, for sure. I definitely I bet on those two. Uh, I was wasn't there yeah, sure. quite a, quite a few bids on uh, on Tua, so I'm glad I threw out the twenty. Yeah, I definitely I wasn't ever thinking like that high, especially because I had put uh, offers in for two quarterbacks. Uh, two was actually my backup because I don't like his uh, matchup for the next few weeks. That's why I didn't really bet a whole lot more on that. Yeah, I don't like his matchups either, but you know what? Buffalo, if they get down, they're going to have to throw again. And he's got two fantastic receivers in Hill and Waddle. So. No doubt, definitely a good grab on yours. Here, um, Wilson, also a good, good, good grab. I should give him only paying a dollar more over John. Yeah, that, that worked out perfectly. So I was going to say, you know, I know I have the least amount of fab going forward. I have $70 left, but I just got two of the best waiver pickups. Uh, this week, and uh, and there are definitely areas of need. So I upgraded two positions on my team. And like I said, people, you don't keep this money at the end of the season. It's not real money. So if you want players, spend up in the fa- in the free agency. Waving wires start every after every game. Um, go from Tuesday to Wednesday morning at 3.50 a.m. So you have a chance on all day Tuesday to kind of look at who you want to pick up and throw some money out there. Start spending on some waivers. Let's see some of these bids and some bidding wars get going on these players. Maybe next week more... I'll talk about you guys in the fab grab. Let's get some more controversy going. We need some bidding wars. Yeah, exactly. I want somebody to overpay for somebody. Like somebody put like $25 or $50 on somebody that only somebody else bid $1 for or something. But – you ain't going to keep it, right? I know it's a long season, so people are trying to figure out how they're going to spend their money. But, you know, as the season goes on, the waiver wires are going to not be as as, uh, as big. So, If you end up winning the season, Josh, I think picking up Tua would probably be your, like, staple onto this season you're going to have if he ends up winning your league. Yeah, I know. Because, you know, uh, the only thing my, league, my team was really lacking was – Russell Wilson not living up to his potential. So, like everybody else has been good. Uh, Dalvin Cook needs to step up. But, um, yeah, I, I think picking up Tua might, be, might help me actually win the season. So, that's why I was willing to spend 20, the $20 that I put on him because he's definitely right. an upgrade as a quarterback. Absolutely. All right, Josh, you just spent a little bit of a talking about your team. Let's get into our segment called Not My Team. Not My Team. <laughs> All right. Who's your, who's your favorite? So my favorite this week is Justin Ray, man. I, every time I look at his team, I can't believe he's got um, CMC and Nick Chubb. Like, those two guys alone will win him majority of his games this season, especially once CMC gets going and they realize that Baker Mayfield can't throw the ball to save his life. And all they do is hand off to CMC. Um, and then freaking Nick Chubb is just going to keep – they're just going to keep running the ball with Nick Chubb the entire season because they have – no quarterback up in in, um, in Cleveland either. So I just love that tandem. And, like, nobody else comes even close with their running backs um, this year as it started. But, like, 
it's crazy. So that's my favorite team. My least favorite team is Joe. I mean, it could have been prestige worldwide, but I always give – I never count out – I never count out Eric. Eric's a savvy uh, fantasy football player. So when his team gets down, he always makes the right moves. He makes trades. He makes waiver claims. Um, he always gets his team turned around. But Joe, um, scoring 71 points uh, a week is not going to uh, help you out much. And uh, I don't know. You got to make some moves there, buddy. So, And you're in dead last at 12th place. So you're in contention for the sticker. It's going to look really good on your white truck. <laughs> For sure, man. All right, so we'll get into my teams right now. Uh, surprisingly, right now, my favorite team for this week is Matthew's OK team. I'm just overly surprised and oh, maybe shocked even, you know, because we both like, you know, we love Matthew Miller, but we couldn't really fathom his drafting strategy and, you know, the, the like when he picked out players and like he has so many on the Patriots teams and like not like 2007 Patriots, like now Patriots. But, like, but he's undefeated. You can't say much about it. Like, he – Stefan Diggs is going to be a monster the whole season. Devontae Adams is a solid number two running, uh, wide receiver. If Damon Harris, you know, is consistent and Cordell Patterson, you know, he's got gadget guy, you know, it's definitely going to be – you know, might not have blowout games, but there's definitely going to be in there. And yeah. Tom Brady's going to be pissed the rest of the season, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, Tom Brady, if he can cap up, but Diggs and Adams, man, he could, he's going to win. It's like just like uh, CMC and Chubb. You know, those two people, players together can win him games by themselves. So. You know what's crazy? He is undefeated, and he hasn't made one lineup change yet. It's the same yeah. guys he started with um, since yeah. the draft. But he has uh, – yeah, he hasn't even picked up anybody. He hasn't even made any waiver moves. That's the only thing um, I guess, like, would probably keep him is if he – just kind of is contents and he doesn't like yeah. look over to get some fresh guys and it might do him in. But other than that, like he's pretty solid. Yeah. He's, he's riding with the first, his, his number one. So he, uh, he may need to pay attention a little bit more to the waivers and pick up some other players, but hey, he, he's not, he's not rushing. He's waiting for his guys. So we'll and see how I, he does too. Hopefully he stays involved and, and uh, keeps uh, his roster updated. You know, when, when players start getting hurt and players going by. Now, I had to pick a least favorite team. And I really contemplated for a few good minutes of the who and why. But I went with Bradford. And it's kind of crazy because he has Lamar Jackson. We just had a monster game. Uh, but he's got Mike Evans, who's suspended for that fight in the Saints game. Adam Thielen has been almost on existence. Michael Pittman's injured. Um... He doesn't have anyone else on this bench that's, like, kind of really solid. Like, Woods can be fine, but other than that, like, he's got uh, Cameron Braid and Ronald Jones who aren't really doing anything. Uh, he's got Gibson from the Commanders who's good for now, but we'll see how long he stays in the lineup. And he's got Darnell Mooney who hasn't done anything. Uh, so it's kind of like when I put all the scales together and see the weighted difference, it's I kind of lean towards the not my favorite team right now. Yeah, I I, I can I can see your point there. Um, if Lamar Jackson keeps getting them, you know, thirty plus fifty or fifty points every week, that'd be a hard pass to beat him. But again, I don't think you can rely on your quarterback scoring fifty points every week. 
expect to win it and win in the game, win in this league. So, coming from the guy who just picked up a quarterback who scored fifty. Yeah, well, I'm not counting on Tua. I'm just counting on him getting more than Russell Wilson. So, that's fair. Um, all right, let's go to our matchup of the week now. All right, matchup of the week. Justin, you want to go first? Sure. So I definitely picked uh, Alex Bird versus Zach Tanner, which is let me pull it up correctly. Make sure I got the matchups and everything. Uh, ACW won't call you back versus Super Saiyans. Now this is Zach's already has two losses, so he's still itching for that first one. Uh, he is projected to be down ten points at the end of it, but that doesn't always mean anything. He's going against Alex, who has Stafford, Justin Jefferson. Tyreek Hill, Saquon Barkley, so definitely a solid uh, forehead monster there. He's got Michael Thomas, but uh, you know Zach's got Patrick Mahomes. So we're just talking about quarterbacks who score fifty points. Patrick Mahomes can do that too. He's not afraid to throw it in there or run it down. He's got Hollywood Brown and Lazard, who just got back from injury, so hopefully he can be a Rogers' uh, newest target. Mitson, who they're having like a down. Couple of leads, but they're playing the Jets is coming up. So Mitson's a good uh, lineup for a lot of work. Henderson from the uh, Rams, uh, they're doing pretty solid. Such David Montgomery from the Bears. I mean, they're not going to like blow up games, but I mean, they're definitely kind of sneaky under the radar type of bats. And he's got uh, Damon Waller from the Raiders, who should be getting his steps in up to get a big attention and getting more money. So that's why I picked those guys. Um, ultimately, I think I think it'll be a lot closer in 10 points. It both sides too well, but we'll just have to see how it goes, you know? Yeah. No, that's, I think it's an exciting matchup. We'll see how they go next week. Hopefully, you know, Alex can come, fight his way back from losing to Caleb, and maybe Zach can get his first win. Seems like Zach has <clears> – we're going to go into the power rankings next, but it seems like Zach is, like, the best 0-2 team. Like, he gets so – he gets like everybody's best weeks when he plays them. So like Caleb, Caleb beat him up the first week, even though he did good, and uh, you know I beat him up last week, and you know he did pretty, you know, fairly decent. So again, it's all that you play who you play, right? So absolutely. What's your matchup of the week, Josh? My matchup of the week is me versus you. Oh, that's Battle right. Of we got that. Boom! 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 This will be a very Jack interesting versus Let's Ride. We're gonna have some nice smack talk next week, depending on who wins. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be lots of fun. So, uh, you know, you just picked up your new. We actually got both of us got new quarterbacks. We're gonna start try to start next week. We'll see if Tua can, uh, you know, have a good game. I'm not expecting him to score as many points as he did last week, but you know what? If he gets me half of those points, I'll be I'll be ecstatic. Um, you know, beats his projection, and then. Uh, now I got the, the Tua Waddle um, stack, so any points that Tua gets, Waddle will get as well. So that'll help me, you know, double up some points. I like that. Um, hopefully Dalvin Cook is playing against Detroit, and their run defense is terrible. So maybe Dalvin Cook will actually show up next week. Um, and your team, your team has got, you know, I said you got you got the Goff, you got the Goff St. Brown stack. So you know they've been fantastic together this season. I like to see that. And, you know, Allen Robinson finally decided to show up for the first time in the last two years. Um, 
on Sunday this last week. So we'll see if he keeps up that. Of course, Jonathan Taylor, right? Um, if the Colts hand off the ball to him less than 50 times next week, their coach should be fired because I don't think uh, Kansas City's run defense is nearly as good as the Jags. And you know how those division games go. Like sometimes those division games are just a little bit of an outlier because the other teams know each other so well. So it'd be interesting sure, to man. see these back, these back, uh, who's going to win next week. So like I said, lots of smack talk going on next week. We'll, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. I feel like we should do some kind of bet to see who wins, you know? Yeah. All right. All right. We should uh, – you drop this on me now. What do you want to bet? Something fun? You want to do a little money? Do you want to, you know, have a embarrassing moment going on? Ah, uh, well, we're already playing for money, so I feel like we shouldn't wager more, more money into it. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking loser buys winner drink, but we've got something embarrassing I'm considering. No, let's do that. We'll, we'll, we'll say loser buys winner a drink. Um, All right. So I'll buy you a Jack and Coke. Awesome, man. I'll buy you a chocolate beer. Ah, chocolate beer. There you go. Oh, I'll take a Jack and Coke, too. So winner gets a Jack and Coke. Sounds good. Let's go right to the power rankings. Boom, boom, boom. Power rankings. So I put these together this week, Justin. And do you seem to agree with all my uh, my rankings that we got? Well, let's say what your rankings are, and then we'll kind of go down where I have some discussions. All right, let's go. <clears throat> we'll start with so, the, Let's start in the uh, at the last and twelfth place. We'll go from bottom up. Yeah, in twelfth place. Let's say you what? read the first hits, and I'll read the next ones. All right. In 12th place, I have running up that hill with Joe. You know, Joe, you're in last place in the league. Your team just fell flat in their face. It's, it's a big old um, hill. Yeah, you got they got a big hill to run up. So maybe Tyreek Hill can actually uh, – you don't even have Tyreek Hill. So, yeah, you got you got a long way to go, buddy. And in 11th place, we have Eric. I told you I don't count him out ever. Um, but he always – you know, always um, – Ends up being a very savvy player, but when your team scores 57 points, you got to be down there at the bottom of the uh, power rankings this week. Next is Zach. You know, sucks. He's the best 0 2 team out there, but he hasn't won a game yet. So once he wins some games, I'll maybe move him up in my power rankings. Um, number nine is Miami Sharks. I know John just put a hair hurting on his, on his little brother last week, but, uh, you know, his team is still, um, still fighting off of, uh, a uh, coming off a big game of uh, from his quarterback and Jalen Hurts and Cooper Cup, so and I still don't like his running backs Ezekiel Elliott and Rashad Penny. So John's in probably in the market for some running backs as well. So um, and then then I had number eight. I have you and let's ride. Um, and I said if you beat me next week, I'll move you up a spot. But then at seven, we have me and Mac Tech. So. I actually won something, so I get to move myself up in the in the uh, power rankings this week. Fair enough. So we'll go right to sixth place was Matthew's OK team, followed by Justin Ray, Carson C.D. Goobers. Number four is C.W. Won't Call Back, Alice Bird. Three is Inglorious Staffords, which is Chris Wheeland. Number two, we got Team Dadford, which, of course, is one and only Bradford. And then number one this week is Rat City Clutch, your little uh, brother there, right, Caleb? Yeah, my little brother. I, I said, he uh, he scored the highest points. So, and he's first uh, sole possession of first place in this league. So, when you're first, 
You can't be mm-hmm. can't put him anywhere else, right? Uh, so I don't have a problem with Caleb being first. I understand that. I know we kind of did last week of like kind of just by points total, which is good. The only problem I have with this is that I feel like Matthews should be a little higher being so yeah, undefeated. Being second, yeah, being second team undefeated. Yeah, all right, all right. I like that. And then I probably yeah. would put uh, – I don't know if i do Matthew like second or third, but i put Alex a little more up there too. That's probably the best one-on-one team. So you would go your, – your, your rankings are essentially Caleb, uh, Matthew, T-Bird, we'll call back, then Chris, and then you're good with everything, all my other rankings. I'd probably switch Chris and Justin Ray. So I would be Caleb, uh, Matthew, Alex – Ray, Chris Wheeland, and then it would be you, me, John, Zach, Eric, and Joe. So you're good with my bottom, bottom six and uh, the top six. There's some uh, shuffling of the uh, rankings. I feel like, I like bottom, six, bottom six is very, like, interchangeable. And I mean, not really do much to, to like, flip around. I'm not going to change a lot. It's the top six. You want to kind of, like, need to have good precise points. Yeah. No, that's true. Um and I kind of – I do my power rankings a little biased. Um, but I also look at people's teams and think – and see how good they're going to do, just on my, my opinion, personal opinion. So, But you're right. Matthew should have been ranked number two. Um, now, again, these are our personal rankings, so it could be whatever we want. Yeah. I'm not no, saying I, you're wrong. You're saying you? I'm wrong. No, I'm no, just you, kidding. You said you were biased. So I guess it's all fair. Yeah, it is true. You know, I guess it's an opinion, right? They're like, like – uh, Huh. I'm not going to say that quote on this podcast. This is friendly for the little years. So, but this is our point. If you have a problem with our rankings, then get up on here and give us your rankings. Like yeah, we exactly, are, we are down to have people on the show. We're, uh, you know, even if you just do a little message on the little anchor link that I sent out, that works. Or if you want to, you know, if you want to do a 10 minute rant on why people should be where they are, I will freaking allow it. We are freaking allowed. Freaking fantastic. Freaking Lamar Jackson. Freaking Lamar Jackson. So, yeah, come on to the podcast. We're looking for somebody to jump on. We, we would love to have uh, some uh, guest uh, speakers at, this next week. So hit up me or Justin um, saying you're interested in joining the show. I really want to reach out to Eric. I'm not sure if he listens to this podcast, but I really want to reach out to Eric and have him jump on the show, introduce himself, because he was a good buddy of mine down in St. Pete. And, uh, I feel like he's disconnected from all everybody else because nobody else really knows him except for me. So I'm going to try to reach out to him and see if I can get him on this podcast. He'll be our first uh, guest speaker in here. We need to um, have everyone in a group chat just keep messaging Eric alone and tell him to get on the show. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, all right, Justin, I think that's it for this week, right? Absolutely. And thank everyone for listening. Uh, make sure you follow the Instagram at 4Fs. So it's 4Fs pod on Instagram. We leave us a message on the link in there. And then until next week, uh, we'll see you then. Peace out, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.